This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Radio family, good morning and welcome back. Another weekend edition of Community Focus. It gets underway. Thank you for your great company and tuning in here on our intercom station Saturday and Sunday mornings. I'm Renee Vaughn. It's very nice to have our family member return. It's been a while since we have talked to the Senior Regional Long-Term Care Ombudsman with Piedmont Triad Regional Council Area Agency on Aging. So, Kim Johnson, good morning. How have you been? This is actually the first time I've had to talk to you in 2019. Absolutely. Good morning. I'm glad to be here. It is good to have you back. And I just remember the number of conversations we had last year when we talk about our seniors the importance of aging, how so many of us, one, we're living a lot longer than, say, our parents and grandparents. And you just always provided just some awesome tips and just ways that we as families can look after our seniors and our loved ones. Glad to have you back here. I can't believe that half of this year (laughs) is already almost gone. I know. It seems to go by so fast. But here on on the program, which, by the way, the the PTRC for Mm -hmm. short, is located in Kernersville. Now, you've been working with the Area Agency on Aging for how many years now? It has been 14 years. 14. Yeah. That is fantastic. Does it seem like it's been that long? or Are you like me some days? You just feel like you just started yesterday. Yes, yes, absolutely. absolutely. But you certainly really have a passion for what you do. Absolutely. And I just wanted to continue in saying thank you for what you do and what you help in terms of getting the word out here to our communities, especially with the experience you have working with older adults. Now, let's... Have a, a recap of sorts, Kim, because sure. it's probably been a while yeah. since our, our radio family has heard our conversation. But what is considered long-term care ombudsman? Can you give a breakdown Absolutely. on that? Absolutely. So a long-term care ombudsman is um, essentially I'm an advocate, mm-hmm. um, an advocate specifically for residents in nursing homes, assisted living facilities, um, any licensed facility. And we at the PTRC cover a 12-county region, Very good. Um, so Greensboro, Winston, and surrounding areas. Nice. Um, And we work with families and residents when they have concerns or have problems with the care being provided in one of those facilities. Right. Right. What is probably the most frequently asked question, would you say, from family members? Oh, my goodness. Um, Just anything that comes to mind. We get a lot of phone calls from family members when they're looking to place a loved one in long-term care. Right. Um, So just understanding different levels of care, Mm -hmm. understanding the system, and then how are we going to pay for it is, is a question we get frequently. So just we do a lot of walking folks through those questions. Excellent. Even if you don't have a loved one in care, we can sort of help you navigate that system. It's that like really, learning a new language. Exactly. <laughs> and I so appreciate you saying that because that makes me think of the importance that in either situation, research is so important mm-hmm. because and unfortunately, there, there are instances where you hear, uh, sadly, a lot of stories in which families are just either overwhelmed or beside themselves because they didn't do the necessary research. And then when they put a loved one 
in a facility and find out the facility isn't exactly what they thought it was going to be. And then, you know, you hear about the mistreatment of our loved ones. And that's always a very difficult thing. Absolutely. And, just, and the other thing, too, is tr- coming to an understanding of what our loved ones and what their wishes are. Absolutely. You may have some in a position that, sadly, we have loved ones who are in a stage in which they have dementia. And a lot of times there's not as much clarity, if you will, on on what to do. So the importance really and the key, I think, is for all family members to come together and just help one another. Absolutely. Well, my next question is, and this is really something we're going to get into for the pretty much the remainder of the program, elder abuse. What Mm -hmm. is it? How would you give it a definition? Absolutely. So elder abuse is any intentional act or mistreatment of an older person. Mm -hmm. When we say elder abuse... It's a little bit of a misnomer because we mean abuse of of adults of any age over 18. Right. Um, So it kind of includes everybody in between. And it includes physical abuse, emotional abuse, exploitation, and then neglect. Yeah. And it makes me think uh, it comes to mind, actually, uh, Kim, I don't know if you heard about the story. It it actually made national headlines Mm -hmm. in one of the major networks I discovered through their uh, website and through social media was an elderly gentleman on a bus. I don't recall the city, Mm -hmm. but it was a situation in which one of the passengers was being just downright rude, Mm -hmm. uh, being very nasty towards a lot of the passengers on the bus. And the gentleman just simply said, will you just be nice to people? You're being so rude. And as he got off the bus, this individual pushed him. Mm -hmm. He fell hard. And I do believe, sadly, he died from his injuries. So when you think about stories such as that, it's just so disheartening. You got all kinds of emotions, um, obviously anger from the family because you wonder why my family member, why was this Mm -hmm. particular elderly gentleman picked on? And just the treatment, like you said, just abuse really at any age, Mm -hmm. particularly, but especially on older ones. It's just so disheartening. Absolutely. You know, it's just so shocking. So what's even crazier is that we live at a time and age in which anything we say or do is recorded. <laughs> so in that particular situation, um, obviously, the person who did it was seen to have done it. Absolutely. And the appropriate action was applied to the situation. But that just kind of gives you an idea of what goes on. And it's not even within the home. Mm-hmm. Or by immediate family members, it can it can be abuse from a complete stranger, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and so it's it's really important. I really appreciate you giving a breakdown of exactly what it is. Now we don't hear much about elder abuse. The question is, why is that outside of a story such as that? Oh, sure, one? absolutely, and and it's an anomaly that it is that elder abuse occurs with a complete stranger. Right. Uh, most often, it is by someone that that person knows, exactly. often a very close connection. Um, and because of that, that victim is often hesitant to report because they might, it may be someone that they rely on for support, right? Um, either support to assist them in their home or financial support. Mm-hmm. Often that person is very ashamed. They don't want say, to, to yeah. say, hey, someone took advantage of right. me. You know, I mean, exactly. I've had, you know, been the victim of a scam and a fraud, and I don't want to go out there and publicly mm-hmm. say, well, look, I trusted this person and they took advantage of me. Very true. Um, or that person may actually just be unable to make that report themselves. Right, right. They don't know the resources or they don't have access to those resources to, to share that information. Exactly. And that makes me think, too, Kim, that they may not have the verbal ability 
sometimes to absolutely do it. yes mm-hmm. because again it gets back to as as we age of course things change um sadly the brain is one of them and, and we don't either comprehend or a lot or really understand a lot of what's going on mm-hmm. so it's just really important that we just take the time and listen to to our elder ones well let me ask you a couple more questions before we go to our first break of the morning is elder abuse a is really a big problem it is. Um, it is something that we don't talk about very often. Right. And and even in just having legislation surrounding it and, and having a conversation, it has happened more frequently over the past couple of years. Right. Um, but there is very little research that has been done on elder wow. abuse. Yeah. Um, what is studies have estimated um, that about 2.1 million Americans annually are victims of some type of abuse. But because it is so underreported, they estimate Mm -hmm. that for every case that does get reported, there are five that don't ever get reported. Wow. Um, So, yeah, there's there's a whole lot. Um, There are about 21,000 reports of elder abuse Mm -hmm. here in North Carolina specifically. Right. Yeah, absolutely. And it it just it just makes you think that why aren't we having these particular conversations? And it gets back to what we were just saying the individual being too embarrassed mm-hmm. to to say that this is happening to him or her or really just not taking the time to say are you okay right. and if there is something wrong don't be ashamed feel free to tell me absolutely and sometimes that person fears loss of independence right true you know true. i don't want to tell people that i someone took advantage of me and mm-hmm. have them think that i'm mm-hmm. not able to take care of myself anymore. exactly that's such a a good uh, What's the word I'm looking for? It, it just escaped me, Kim, but that's a good example mm-hmm. that we'll say because also, shall we say, when we talk about abuse, that can run the gamut, too, because it's not just relegated to just physical abuse. Absolutely. Sadly, we have a lot of seniors that are taken advantage of from a sexual standpoint. There's a, probably a lot of cases mm-hmm. of that going on, mm-hmm. whether it's within the family or at a nursing facility of, mm-hmm. of some type. So just different levels of it mm-hmm. that, that need to be addressed. Well, speaking of which, this, this transitions really well into the next question. How can someone or how can I tell if someone is being abused? Mm-hmm. At first of all, I would always trust that person's report. If if someone is reporting it, even if they have some memory loss, mm-hmm. it needs to be looked into. Yeah. Um, beyond that, if that person has bruising um, outside of just normal, I, you know, I bump my elbow on the right. on the wall, but if it's on the torso or head. Um, that person is withdrawing from normal activities. Right. If it's someone that was always very active, that attended your church group, that, that always came to the meeting on mm-hmm. Tuesday, you know, and suddenly they're not coming. They've got a new person in their life who is they're relying on and that person is taking them away from normal activities. That, that would certainly be a concern. Um, sudden changes in bank accounts or unusual bank withdrawals for that person would be something to look at. Um, or if that person is just not lacking basic hygiene when they've always been, right. you know, not that's not been an issue mm-hmm. for that person. Ex- exactly. Any of those things would be a sign to just ask some more questions. Exactly. And, and very good red flags to be mm-hmm. on the lookout mm-hmm. for. Exactly. Kim, it is wonderful to have you back. We're going we're gonna to take a break. I've got a few more questions for you. Great. But phenomenal job, as always, in, in responding to my questions. And for our listeners who are tuning in, I'm, I'm sure they're taking some pretty good notes as well. So it's good to have you back on the program. We're going to continue our conversation on elder abuse and really uh, some of the other services, too, the wonderful services that PTRC provides. That's the Piedmont Triad Regional Council 
Area Agency on Aging and the Senior Regional Long-Term Care Ombudsman. Kim Johnson is back with me, Renee Vaughn. So, Kim, we're coming back after this break. And thank you, family, for the great company. There is more of the weekend edition of Community Focus right after this. It's more of the weekend edition of Community Focus. Thank you for tuning in. If you're just joining us, welcome to our public affairs show heard Saturday and Sunday mornings here on our intercom stations. Kim Johnson rejoins me, Renee Vaughn, and thank you, radio family, whether you are just joining in or have been tuned into this public affairs program from the start. Kim Johnson is a senior regional long-term care ombudsman with PTRC. That's short for Piedmont Triad Regional Council Area Agency on Aging. I'm getting a little bit better with that flow. I remember when we first met Kim, it was you and your fellow associates and wonderful co-workers and Bob and Teresa and Laura. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, this is just so long to say, but I've had plenty of time to practice <laughs> since then. But thank you so much for for coming back and, and chatting with me some more here on the Weekend Edition of Community Focus. I was mentioning before the break, Kim, that with PTRC, there are just so many fantastic services Absolutely. for our area seniors. In fact, you provide services for seniors Age well classes, mm-hmm. we caregiving, be. long-term care, advocacy, documents and downloads, and just so much more. So just thank you. The agency just really covers so many important things that, that keep our, our older adults, as we mentioned, who are living longer and can hopefully continue to have that area of independence. We were touching a bit on elder abuse before the break, and as a return to pick back up on the conversation, I wanted to ask you this question, how can I spot an abuser? What are some important things to look out for? Absolutely. Well, and if if there's not a typical profile, but someone who, if it's someone that has come into this older person's life and they're taking over, you know, they're, oh, well, let me just take your card and I'll go to the bank. Or or we're adding their name onto an account that they previously haven't been on. Um, That person is controlling that older person's actions. They could be financially dependent on that older person. Um, You know, it it could be a number of things. But just someone that's isolating that person from others. Absolutely. Now, who's at risk uh, mainly for abuse? It it could be anyone. but could most often it is um, females mm-hmm. um, because we live yeah. longer than males. Right. Um, someone who is isolated, lacks social support, mm-hmm. um, could be someone that has some dementia or is, is has some memory loss, so right. they're you know, slipping a little bit. Earlier. Absolutely, mm-hmm. um, and just someone that is dependent on on that person often. Right. Um, Absolutely for support. You know, in listening to this, Kim, th- this has prompted my head. I don't know if I've ever, if I have ever had, if I can get it out, this particular conversation because I've been thinking when we talk about elder abuse, and we say it's typically someone that a senior relies on to help them mm-hmm. with just the basic needs. But when we talk about or break down the elder abuse, we may typically think that it's someone who's younger. I guess the best question to try to ask you as I'm trying to piece this together as I'm talking to you at the same time, are there as many or equally so cases in which the elder abuse may come from a fellow elder? It could be. 
okay. it could be i don't that's not typical typical for that um, to happen often but it, it's someone that that person is relying on but it right. could be a, a spouse mm-hmm. there could have been a history of domestic violence that has right. just continued yeah as that person as the relationship has grown older right. absolutely right well thank you for that now how can an older person protect themselves that's just so important absolutely and we want folks to be aware and ask questions mm-hmm. you know if if it sounds too good to be true it probably is right um if someone is pressuring you to make a decision now Mm -hmm. um and and you know that's a certainly a time to be weary yes um and you want to do your homework if you're hiring someone you want to ask questions are they licensed are Mm -hmm. they insured are they certified um and making sure that you are the one that is in control of sharing your personal information exactly so if you're getting a phone call from someone and they're asking for information even if they're from a legit agency Mm -hmm. I would just say, let me hang up and I'll call you right back. And then you're in control of of what information is shared and you're in control of knowing who you're talking to. Exactly, because that's the one thing very likely for many of us, Kim, Mm -hmm. even when we were growing up, that's the one thing that our parents in particular or any family member for that matter always emphasize that when we got those type of phone calls, you're never to give anybody that particular information because we were even told that some companies and agencies really aren't even allowed Mm -hmm. to ask such personal information. But unfortunately, in the advent, and again, it's it's going back to technology where people are just, and and, and it, it just amazes me how much, for lack of a better word, power an individual has because one, there are just so many ways, whether it comes through a phone call mm-hmm. or a text message, because a lot of our seniors are just as tech savvy. Oh, absolutely. As some of our, our younger generation of individuals. But the means with which now our seniors are getting scammed is just mm-hmm. unbelievable. Mm-hmm. And I would have never thought in in all the years that, that I've just been around, basically, how many various scams there are out there Absolutely. that particularly target senior adults. Mm-hmm. So it's it's really important that that protection, and and even if we can somehow work out a way to which you know our, our seniors feel confident enough to have one or two individuals within the family Absolutely. that can constantly keep an eye on things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or even if they have, like you say, a, a spouse or mate or someone that they trust. Absolutely. To, to share in that Absolutely. responsibility responsibility as well. Now, what should a person do if they do suspect elder abuse, Kim? Absolutely. So you want to contact your local Department of Social Services, mm-hmm. Adult Protective Services. Um, call the police department if you suspect that that person is in danger. Right. Um, or if you suspect they're being financially abused. Mm-hmm. Um, here in Guilford County, we have a wonderful resource in the Family Justice Center. Um, so I would contact them as well. Um, but And you don't need to prove 100% for sure that something is happening. If right. you just have a concern, yeah. um, that's what those resources are there for. Absolutely. And I'd like to that within those resources, Kim, you have a lot of agencies and hopefully I'm including PTRC mm-hmm. in which you actually offer some t- sort of class mm-hmm. in which whether it's family members or neighbors or again, people that mostly our seniors put their trust and can confide in 
can learn more about whether it's the scams or anything else that helps them in that protection process. Absolutely. And if they'll just give us a call, um, we can get them information about upcoming classes. Excellent. Do you mind sharing that number? Sure. Our phone number is uh, 336-904-0300. And that really goes into the next question. What should you expect when you do call for help? Absolutely. So if you're... um, giving sharing information about an elder person that you're concerned about you're Mm going to want to give them as much information as you have so name address details about why you're concerned Um, and then you will often be asked for your contact information but if you're not comfortable sharing Sharing that that. it is fine okay Um, that is that is perfectly fine the any reports can be made anonymously and those all go to the department of social services Um, and you don't have to share your information that person even if you do will never know that you're the one that made the report right and that's really good to know because like we said and we were discussing this earlier for those who may just be tuning in to the program a lot of times there may be those situations where they just don't feel comfortable absolutely especially if if they're the person who who was being abused it's the weekend edition of community focus heard saturday and sunday mornings here on our intercom stations thanking you radio family for your great company and and I, Renee Vaughn, certainly enjoying the company of Kim Johnson, the Senior Regional Long-Term Care Ombudsman with PTRC. Again, that's short for the Piedmont Triad Regional Council Area Agency on Aging. Physical location, Kim, is 1398 Carrollton mm-hmm. Crossing Drive in Kernersville. I remembered that location. I, I'm... I'm I'm doing pretty good today. And I'm not bragging on myself. It's just, you know, when I've been engaged in great conversation with members of our community-focused family, such as yourself, uh, certain things just kind of stick with me. So Absolutely. I'm, I'm very glad. And I know exactly where the location is. I've, I've been on Carrollton Crossing uh, a number of times coming off of 40 mm-hmm. uh, along the Union Cross area through Kernersville. Yep. So anybody who's from that area, I'm sure, is, oh, is very... Uh, likely familiar with that agency or the location i should say as well now how can a person can help fight elder abuse what steps if any can be taken absolutely well just acknowledging that every older person has the right to be safe Mm -hmm. Um, educate yourself um, on the signs and symptoms and watch out for your loved ones and your neighbors right Um, if you see something say something yeah you know if you suspect something go ahead and report it and Mm -hmm. trust your instincts if something seems out of place right it's very easy to just dismiss it and say well I mean I don't want to get involved that's somebody else's business but you might be the only person that saw something that that can be of a big help absolutely especially in situations where maybe law enforcement has to be involved Absolutely. or other family members mm-hmm. in particular. This makes me think, too, Kim, not only in our discussion of elder abuse, but when we think about seniors not just living longer, you have many that are living independently, mm-hmm. also in terms of their living alone. Mm-hmm. And that really likely can be a bit of a concern Mm -hmm. for family members because even though they appreciate that their mom or dad or grandparent is able to live on their own and to do things on their own there's still that great concern that when they're not there what's going on absolutely yeah absolutely and and that's when you know you as a as a neighbor as a friend mm-hmm. as a church member we just need to look out for each other exactly if you've got an older person in your neighborhood just check in on them especially right. as we get into the warmer weather right you know making oh. sure that they are doing okay that exactly. they don't need help if they you know 
can get out if right. it's it too hot, especially if they don't have air. Exactly. Kim, I can't tell you how timely <laughs> that statement was because I thought of this question just before you arrived to join mm-hmm. me here in the studio. Now, when we speak of abuse in terms of the impact that the weather can have on our seniors, and you were spot on, we're into or we're about to be into the summer months. Absolutely. Where for many of us who have lived in and around the North Carolina and surrounding areas, we know how hot and muggy and humid and just downright uncomfortable it can be at any age, especially for those of us who aren't traditionally accustomed to the heat or as for our seniors, of course, and really for all of us as we age, our bodies start to change. Mm-hmm. So certain climate and environments, we, we're not quite, we don't function <laughs> as much as we used to. But to the point of the weather and, and the impact can it, that it can have on our seniors, what can be done to protect them? And not only in just the summertime, because when we think about when wintertime Absolutely. also comes around, the extreme cold. Mm-hmm. And as we get older, it, it at least, and I'm starting to feel it, and I'm, I'm nearly 50, but yet it seems like on those days when it's really cold, I can't put on enough clothes mm-hmm. <laughs> to stay warm. And I'm sure for, for senior adults who are much older than I am, it's likely a similar situation. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And and again, just looking out for those individuals. Right. Um, particularly in the warmer weather, there um, is a program through it's through Duke, Duke Energy and um, some other providers. Mm-hmm. Um, but if they will contact their local senior service agency, right. um, there may be resources to provide fans for individuals Excellent. that do not have central mm-hmm. air conditioning right. Um, right. to assist with that. Um, And then if, you know, if you know someone who is living by themselves, doesn't have central air, Mm -hmm. if you're going to the out to the store, take that person with you, you know, offer to to get them somewhere where it's cool. Cool. Absolutely. I like that. And of course, the importance of staying hydrated. Absolutely. Water is such a a big key. And that's really year round, not just in the summer and winter times, but any any time of of the season. And, And I was thinking, too, Kim, just as an aside. Because I think a lot of times when we talk about, at least this is, this is my thinking, with the generations, for like our generation now, and even younger than the millennials, I, I remember growing up with, with my grandparents, and it was around this time when it would get warm. And on some occasions, I would see my grandparents like, why are you wearing long sleeves? It's 90 degrees outside. And then, you know, to have one of them sit me down and say, well, honey, I'm, I'm not your age anymore. Right. I don't, right, I, I get cold. And, and trying to explain the physicality of, of again, how the body changes, mm-hmm. just for younger ones who may be listening and you've observed that, there's, there's a reason. And, and another big thing, too, is around this time of year, with that heat, the sun can really produce some damage if you're not properly protected. Because Absolutely. if you don't have on the sunscreen, Another great way to stay protected is by wearing clothing that covers the skin. Absolutely. Yeah. So just little things like that that came to mind. Uh, Kim, we have a couple of minutes remaining. Is there anything that you would like to discuss that I didn't have the opportunity to to go over with you? No. I just wanted to mention um, if if folks are interested um, in joining us on June 15th, we have our annual Elder Abuse Awareness Day walk. Excellent. That will be at Triad Park in Kernersville. Um, Registration starts at 9 and the walk starts at 10. Um, You are welcome to accompany even if you haven't pre-registered, but we'd love to have you register at our website at uh, ptrc.org slash walk. 
Wonderful. And by the way, Radio Family, that that same uh, website, again, as we mentioned, you can really get a wonderful rundown of all the services that PTRC provides. Um, any additional questions? And thank you for the reminder. I was going to ask you if you were going to mm-hmm. have the walk. We sure are, yes. Again this year, and I'm so happy to to hear about that. And the number again, uh, Kim, let me make sure this sure. is correct, area code 336-904-0300. That's correct. Is the number, Radio Family, that you can call for additional information. Another question I don't think I have ever asked you before, Kim. Uh, you say that you serve our seniors in 12 various counties so we do we know that we have radio family outside of the immediate uh, piedmont triad area so if you go to ptrc.org you can hopefully see a listing of the counties that are covered absolutely so that if you live in that particular area radio family again call the number that kim and i just uh, shared with you to get additional information and so happy kim that agencies such as ptrc are around to help our our fellow elders and our wonderful seniors and we have quite a number i know we we don't have numbers or percentages but when i think about areas in and around north carolina a lot of people end up retiring in this immediate area and Maybe that's a little research I can do on my own on on the side and we get back together and have that conversation. But I'm sure that number is pretty high for the number of elders that live in our immediate area. And I'm sure it's continuing to be on the rise. Oh, absolutely. And I don't have the statistics in front of me, but we are um, nationwide. North Carolina is ninth. Really? Out of 50 states for the number of older adults. For the number of older adults who come here, they retire, they love the area. I do, too, and I think it's for a number of reasons. It's a very good uh, golfing (laughs) area. You know, you have the mountains on one side. So when you do find that you need a a serious break and relief from the heat, you can go to the mountains. It's a a Mm -hmm. good 10 to 15 degrees cooler Mm -hmm. on a given day. And, of course, the beaches. (laughs) A lot of people, especially around summer vacation, like to go to the beach oh, absolutely and and some seniors who you know have retired may have some property <laughs> down there and have an opportunity to go down there and spend time with family and friends so there's really so many beautiful amenities so to speak and living in the area and it's just it's just wonderful and i would say kim for anyone and not just with your immediate family who are seniors take the time to get to know a lot of our senior adults when you go to the grocery store or when you go to a library or your place of worship and you see older adults. I think that was the one thing that I appreciated mm-hmm. growing up with grandparents was I had a chance to hang around with some of their friends. They were a hoot. <laughs> some of the stories, if we had time, I could share a couple of them with you. But it's the joy of really seeing seniors in action mm-hmm. and really just taking in the knowledge and wisdom that many of them possess. So whether they're 65 or 105, and that's even incredible to me that that some are living 
well past their 90s and even into their early hundreds. Mm -hmm. So it's really great. Well, Cam, it's been great having this conversation. Again, it's so good to have you back. Thank you for having me. You are so welcome. And, of course, you are welcome back anytime. Thank you. Please say my hellos to the rest of the crew in Teresa, Laura, and Bob. I hope they're listening and they're saying, Renee remembered me. Yes. How could I forget you guys? You were so wonderful. And each of you are wonderful at what you do with the PTRC. So with me, Kim, no goodbyes. Just until next time. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Kim Johnson, once again, the Senior Regional Long-Term Care Ombudsman with the Piedmont Triad Regional Council Area Agency on Aging. Again, the physical location and address is 1398 Carrollton Crossing Drive. That's in Kernersville, North Carolina. You can visit them anytime on the World Wide Web at ptrc.org. And to get additional information as well, the main number, 336-904-0300. Well, Kim, until that next time, thanks so much again for joining me. Thank you, Renee. You're welcome. And thank you, Radio Family. I know you're doing some wonderful things in our communities as well. Please keep up the good work. And indeed, until that next time, Until another edition of the weekend edition of Community Focus, do enjoy the rest of your day and the rest of this weekend. Take care. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.